now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shilton. And I'm Ezra Peregrine and another jam-packed show today, The Gay Village. Yep, Tom Marshman talks to us about how Old Market became one of Bristol's. And Tidor. Uh, Kaz is live in the studio to talk about the day and uh, lots of other events too. Plus it's one week until the awards open. I can't wait, yeah. All that today, coming here on Shout Out. After a bit of a break due to COVID, the Shout Out Listeners Awards are returning. With more awards than ever before and ending in a massive awards ceremony where the winners will be announced, voting will open on the 24th of November. Listen live to Shout Out Radio for more information. that low <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah thank you thank you sir that was terry in the corner giving the low bombs bom, bom, bom. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> how is everybody on this yeah. glorious yes. 17th uh, november excited evening? excited one Are week you? to go yeah is that why yes. you're jumping up and down that's why i'm jumping up there well i'm doing a step and shuffling underneath the desk it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why she keeps doing that it's really affecting how we can hear in the studio <laughs> Right, that's Stephanie Barney. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to upstage you. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, you okay. can try it. And I think, <laughs> I think the reason that Andy's shuffling around, he actually needs to go to the loo. Oh. Oh, no. I think yeah, that, that's like a big no-no on radio. It's like the first thing <laughs> well, you do I is have, so. a, have a pee before you go on it. I right? have Everybody a jingle for that. that. <laughs> you do? We're, you do. We're playing a long song. <laughs> I, know, I know that uh, here on BCFM at uh, home station, John Wisby, who does the rock show on a Sunday evening, says, you always know when I've gone for a, a pee and a cigarette because I put a long progressive <laughs> rock track <laughs> yeah. from Genesis from about 1975 on and go for a wander Summer's around the Steph's is 17 minutes long. I, don't, I reckon she's going for a jog around the block, <laughs> taking the dog out. No, it's got, it's got a rage. <laughs> it just takes that long. Yeah. You know. okay. so, so we, we are actually quite, quite unique because so many stations now, it's kind of like a little bit on the fakery side because the computer does a lot of it and you pre-record yeah. like drop-ins and the like. Whereas BCFM, like almost all the shows are done or recorded as live as opposed to yeah. doing that method. It's, it's, yeah. it's We're quite done unique. Live, which yes. is, we are live, yes. Yeah. 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 Are we yes. live? We are, yes. <laughs> this is yeah. Davina, please do not say. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. There you go, back a bit. I know. It's coming back, but not with Davina. Oh, and did you hear uh, Neighbours is coming back as well? Well, I I'm, not, I'm not that surprised, but um, I kind of am as well, because Am- they really Amazon, made a scene. Amazon are um, um, buying it, so it's going to air on their Freebie, which I believe okay. is Amazon Prime's free TV service. That's yeah, fair. with um, but it has adverts. Yeah, not adverts, yeah, free yeah. TV is it, yeah, it costs, it costs your nerves and boredom <laughs> while you're watching <laughs> three adverts waiting to get back to the show. Not that I should be watching neighbors. To be fair, I though, used to. I mean, neighbors to. had had adverts, so it's not going to be a shock to well, any It didn't mean it was on fans. it didn't mean it was on the BBC 1. 
when, oh, when, when was that? Uh, well, before you were born. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that was when Kylie I was, was on. Yeah. I, was, um, I remember those days. I was in primary school uh, when oh, it started. I, um, I, my, I my parents refused it. to let us. <laughs> my parents refused to let us watch it until every single kid in school was watching it, apart from wow. me and my sister. And then they gave in. Still in nappies now. That's quite interesting because it was only bought by the BBC as a filler in 1986 when they started daytime television and so many kids were bunking off school to watch this new soap <laughs> they, they had introduced to they, you know, they introduced a repeat mm. at half past five after the kids programme so yeah. that's why Neighbours was on twice a day it was really cheap for the Beeb as well wasn't it because they just I thought no so. one's going to watch it it'd just be something to air <laughs> Two and six an episode. Like. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh, before Steph gets on her eye horse about about neighbours and how Carl much she doesn't Susan, like leave it, leave them alone. I love them, all right. <laughs> so, should, should we find out a bit about Old Market? Yes, yeah. yes, gay village. So, this is a lovely uh, Tom Marshman. And he's a, a lovely, lovely guy, friend of the show. So, um, he's one of the first people we ever interviewed. I oh, think, wow. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he went in for Pretty Polly um, uh, competition for best legs, legs, as I recall. Did he it? win? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. But um, it was, it was. It, I'm going back what twelve foot, twelve years, something like that, um, yeah. at least. So it was quite yeah. controversial back then, you know. Um, but uh, they, they, they did it. They never said that it had to be women only, well, so they let him in. Oh, so, well, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it was brilliant. So anyway, he's here now talking about uh, old markets. Have a listen to this. Hello, my name is Tom, and I know someone, and I know someone. And I know someone. And I know a German shepherd dog, Walker, who says, When I first took on this pub in 2009, there was this free paper called The Observer. It used to come every Thursday or Tuesday. I can't remember which, he says. And they had this picture of Old Market. So you had this big picture on the front page, and it had the Old Market tab and A-board sign. And the headline read, Bristol's red light district and he thought oh my god is that what it's seen as and I know a lover of Mel Company and company only just as friends who started coming into Old Market in 1999 and the first time I came to the Old Market tavern she says she remembers it was raining I went there to meet a friend she says so I walked in and they just looked at me like I was some kind of hooker She says, and then I started working here in the pub and it was very male-dominated and they, all the regulars, they said to the landlord at the time, why are you employing a woman? And the landlord said, she makes no secret of the fact that she likes the company of men and male company only. And it didn't matter to me, she says. It didn't bother me. I'm here to stay. And the oldest fart in Old Market says it's not just political, sexual, ethnical, religious, everything you could possibly imagine. It's such a diverse area. I doubt that there's a more diverse area than West Street in Old Market and Stapleton Road, this side of London, this side of New York. And if you want to know who I am, I am the conduit. And I carry many stories in my pockets. Tales of jeopardy. Tales of celebration and indulgence. Of vice and virtue. These are stories that need to be told. Listen. And me, I've lived in Old Market for about six years now. And coming here drinking since the 90s. So my DNA is very much here. 
Let's hear from some of the characters. And every time you hear old markets on me up, it's like, I've been hearing that for 40 years. Don't believe it anymore now than I did then. When they bought the dual carriageway in the 60s, they effectively turned West Street and Old Market into sort of almost double-ended cul-de-sacs uh, with sort of nowhere to go. You know, that they, they... I mean, originally, they were going to demolish all this to build the dual carriageway that's now up there. And I bought this building in 1990-ish, uh, it still had the demolition blight on it. We had to get the blight lifted in order to buy the building. You know, and that would have applied to a lot of West Street and Old Market. Um, there, been, there were a lot more, there were a lot more characters who'd grown up in the area. They were like, you know, they were literally born and bred in the area. They've mostly gone now. They've passed on most of them. And I know the son of a carpet salesman who says the trouble with gays in Old Market, and I've had this out with gay people before, is they just went, this is Bristol's gay village. They didn't ask. We would have said, fine, that's brilliant. You're breathing new life into the area. It's wonderful. But they didn't consult us. They just came along and said, this is Bristol's gay village. And the girl coffee grinder though she doesn't see herself as that cool, she says. She says, I was really excited by a coffee shop of this kind of standard opening up around here because this strip in particular of Old Market didn't have too many places to go to to get a coffee when I worked in a nearby office. She had to persuade her MD because it was her job, she says, to decide where they were going to relocate. I had to really persuade him to move to Old Market he thought the area was really dodgy and it didn't have any facilities or anywhere to eat. He thought the perception of us being in Old Market would be really negative. But I could see that this was a place that could turn around quite a lot. And it massively has. I mean, this strip in particular, she says, it's really changed in the past year. She says there's a real mishmash of stuff and there's lots of discussions about the new properties being built. But I think... Let them come, she says. HRH. And I hate that name, he says. But that's what they call me. HRH. It makes me sound like I'm a really old queen. He says in this environment or any environment that involves alcohol, people change. And you become aware of that when you're sober. And we have people coming in here very drunk. And you know they're going to cause you no trouble. They're going to cause you no grief because they're good drunks. HRH says, it feels much bigger on a Friday or a Saturday night, he says. And it's a very strange thing, coming here for the first time to the bear bar and their only experience of the place are the online party pictures, so they're expecting this huge nightclub. And then they're here on a Tuesday night and the tables and chairs are out and they're like, where's the rest of it? And I don't know, he says. And then they come on a weekend and they're like, OK, so it's bigger. This is what I was expecting. 
and it does feel huge, he says. He says, for years I felt like I wasn't part of the scene, I just never fitted in. And then the bear bar happened. And I like the fact that you don't have to be stick thin or wear designer clothes or have your eyebrows plucked, he says. Do I see myself as a bear, he says? No, not really. I mean, I'm middle-aged with a beard, so I guess I am a bear. Someone messaged me recently and got talking and I told them that I own the bear bar and they were like, my God, you are the top bear in town. And I was like, no, I'm not, he says. And I know a hot air balloon tailor who says, you can tell it's an LGBT village by some of the items that come into the shop. She gets quite a lot of trans people coming in. And we've had a lot of people saying that they've had quite difficult experiences when having their clothes altered. They might want different things, she says. They might request a bespoke suit to be made to measure or something more androgynous. And sometimes people might want to adjust something to blend in. And then some customers, it's much more like drag. Much more glam, she says. And the volunteer who loves baked goods says, I used to adore the whole baked cafe which was on Lawford Street. I used to seek that place out whenever I worked on West Street. I was almost there every day for lunch. The whole baked cafe was a commercial cafe funded to provide work and employment opportunities for adults with learning difficulties. And the cafe closed about six years ago. It was sad when we lost that space, he says. He says, I started volunteering in and around the Allard Richards Trust in the early 1990s. He says he helped organise Pride back then. It was called Pride West. And we used to meet at the Allard Richards Centre, which was 8 to 10 West Street. He wanted to create a sense of a community and wanted to play a part in that. He says there was a lot going on in that area, although it was poor and not very well resourced, he says. It was great when the commercial venues came, as they added a sense of community. And through a mix of commercial and community spaces, it created a safe space for a lot of people and a sense of a community hub. Even though it was not very well funded, we just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. He says Alad Richards was one of the first people that was diagnosed with AIDS and to die locally in the Bristol area. And the trust was set up in a similar way and in a similar response to the Terence Higgins Trust in London. So when I was working in the late 80s and early 90s, particularly when I was volunteering, you know, we were sadly losing service users. You know, we were going to funerals and that, that was the default. You know, people were being, you know, given um, pretty much like, you know, end of life care and palliative care and hospice and, you know, managing being ill, you know. And then literally along came these therapies in the mid 90s. And all of a sudden it was like we were saying to our service users, well, you know, you need to go back to work now. I started volunteering there in and around 1992 or 1993, he says. And I worked there for 10 years. And we merged in 2000 or 2001 to become part of the Terence Higgins Trust, part of a bigger organisation. And that building is now off the record where Freedom Youth are based and have been based since the mid-90s. And Vintage Phil 
Vintage Phil remembers his friend Dave, who sadly died. An old friend of mine, he says. And he owned the shop over there, he says. The shop wasn't actually selling anything. It was just a playground, he says. Dave was a character, he says. He loved attention. So he loved his little gang around him. So he could dance on the pavement, play his guitar, and he ended up with a lot of issues with drugs and mental health. Dave was colourful because Dave loved attention and that made him more colourful. He stood on the roof of my shop thinking that all the gays outside the bear bar on the corner were the policemen watching him. That was one of his exploits, he says. I had to get him down off the roof, he says. Another time, he says, he remembers that he was in the shop sleeping underneath one of the shelves for about a week. He wouldn't see anyone because he thought everyone was after him. It was a psychotic episode, he says. So yeah, the whole street was in mourning for about three months because Dave's shop was there and people were writing messages on the shop for him, he says. If Jesus, she says, were to come to Old Market, I think he would sit and chat with everyone here irrespective of who they are, Ma says. Jesus would show you a different way of life, she says. So I believe if he was here, he would just sit in every single shop with every single person having a chat, encouraging them to listen. Love thy neighbour, love your enemy, do good, feed the hungry, she says. He was the one that supported the sex workers when they wanted to stone her. Mary Magdalene, she says. She was a sex worker. You know what I mean? So for me, she says, looking at it like that, if you really and truly cared about people, cared about somebody's well-being, cared about your neighbour by coming into their house and saying good morning or giving them a smile... This world, she says, would be a better place. I remember now, and that's who we are. When I go out, I dance. Mm. A lot of Christians on that, but I dance. Mm. I love it. Mm. I think it brings people together. You go to a party and you're there sat down like this, and you hear good music, get up and dance. That's what music is for, isn't it? Mm. You know, so life is worth living, I'm telling you. If, if we... If we cared as much as we speak that we care, we, 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 would make a, we would make a difference. And as the city continues to regenerate its cells and change, and the bars magically expand on a Saturday night and contract on a Tuesday, and as the nighttime allows people to explore their secret sexual fantasies, and as we walk down the road, we are, in our own way, subtly shaping it as we remake our clothes to reflect our true identities as we shout about injustices we shouldn't forget to show the love that this place deserves and for a long time hasn't seen with its mix of buildings from across the decades squashed together and the places in the creases that you might ignore the places shut down the places that are thriving, the places in flux. So, this is my invitation for you to walk down this street, West Street and Old Market Street, and 
caress a brick, kiss a lamppost, or hug a collar. And if all that feels a bit too much, give old market a little wink and wish it well, because I certainly do. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's uh, Tom Grennan. What and, a uh, banger. All these nights. Love that. Do you? Yeah. Big party yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just as good as the song, to be honest. I nearly went with Christmas songs again. <gasps> oh, I thought, oh, I thought. Did we have, we had one last week? We had one we? last we week, yeah. Season. I was like, I do just completely break the rules, but no. Is I'm, it a little early yet? I, I think Christmas my husband would have lynched me if I did that. What's your number one? Do you have one? Oh, no, I don't know, really. My no? favourite Christmas tune is like. My favourite Christmas tune is. Uh, Christmas wrapping by the waitresses, 1981. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the I, one? No. no. It was covered by the Spice Girls. Oh right. Okay. The waitresses is the original. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the Papini sisters have done quite a few nice Christmas ones. We'll have to play some in the and, next um, couple of weeks. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge fan, but Michael Bublé sings some oh, lovely yeah. Christmas he songs. Does. He's got a nice voice, hasn't he? My favourite is Greg Lake. Greg, okay. Yes. Careful. I believe in Father Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Filmed in Te- Israel. Famous. Early yeah, video. very Phil Spector as well, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Terry told a lie. His favourite is Justin Bieber under the mistletoe. I like that one. Do you know, I do like that one. I think that's quite festive for a modern one. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yes. I'm assuming there's not much festive in the news, but could we get not some? yet? Shout out news on Thursday the 17th of November. Last week, Shoutout and other LGBTQIA plus newswires reported on the fact that the annual carnival organisers for the towns of Highbridge and Burnham-on-Sea in Somerset had apparently dissuaded entry from the North Somerset LGBT plus forum and their themed float to mark 50 years of the Pride movement in the UK. Well, we're delighted to learn that at the weekend, the carnival committee clarified their position, saying, and I quote, we are saddened. By some poor communication from ourselves to the North Somerset LGBT Plus Forum, we would like to apologise for any distress and upset this has caused. We have been in discussion with a representative from the charity as to how we can now work together to move forward. Highbridge and Burnham-on-Sea Carnival Committee would like to take this opportunity to wish the North Somerset LGBT Plus Forum all the best with our entry in the remainder of the Somerset Carnival Circuit this year. North Somerset LGBT Plus Forum took part in the Western Supermare Carnival last week on Friday the 11th of November. Pink News reports that Socialist former Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn MP, who has a strong track record on LGBTQIA plus equality, helped kick off Transgender Awareness Week by encouraging people to share their strength and joy, he said, in being trans. Mr Corbyn said, This Trans Awareness Week lets empower trans communities in their struggle for justice and celebrates their strength and joy. There is no debate. Trans rights are human rights. 
Mr Corbyn is speaking this evening at an event organised by the Haldane Society of Socialist Lawyers at Hamilton House in Mabledon Place, London. He will be speaking on, and I quote, how the police try to suppress protest. The Progressive Christian Network Sojourners welcomes the passing of a new family code by the communist state of Cuba, noting that the country has made major advances in its treatment of LGBT plus people over the past three decades. Sojourners magazine notes, whilst conservative religious groups on the island oppose the referendum... The new family code also enjoyed vocal support from progressive Christians in Cuba who have been finding a voice in recent decades and campaigned for the success of the referendum. This referendum means hope. Really, the whole process has been a sign of how we should and can participate in the decisions that are made in the country, said the Reverend Izet Sama Hernandez, a theologian and pastor with the Presbyterian Reformed Church in Cuba. And, the Reverend uh, Hernandez added, the code itself is a ray of light in our society. It is the opportunity to establish permanent rights for people, groups and families. It seems that the far-right newspaper The Daily Telegraph in the UK, which is often mocked as the Tory-graph for its fixation on immigrants, gay men, sex lives and supposed liberal conspiracies, cannot leave the issue of trans people alone. Newswire LGBTQ Nation notes that a columnist called Judith Woods laid into Daniel Radcliffe, accusing him of attacking J.K. Rowling, the woman who she claimed had given him his career. Mr. Radcliffe, along with other actors from the old Harry Potter franchise, have publicly distanced themselves from Ms. Rowling's preoccupation with trans women. Few people were buying Judith Woods' reasoning, though. The musician and activist Billy Bragg earned praise for his summary of the situation. He said J.K. Rowling did not create Daniel Radcliffe, she is not his mum. And Ashton Pittman also hit back at Woods, saying Radcliffe did acting for 10 years while he was still a child and teenager. He doesn't owe Rowling a damn thing. In sports news, football pundit Gary Neville was criticised during his stint as guest presenter of the BBC satirical programme Have I Got News For You. Panellists said that by agreeing to commentate at the World Cup in repressive Qatar, he was conferring legitimacy to a regime which has committed numerous human rights violations. Guest star Richard Maidley earned a spontaneous round of applause from the audience when he excoriated Robbie Williams and David Beckham for agreeing to appear in Qatar as part of the World Cup celebrations. Mr Maidley referenced human rights abuses against LGBTQIA plus people and migrant workers amongst others. Other people have also sharply criticised David Beckham for his involvement in the World Cup. The newsletter of the Peter Tatchell Foundation said that Mr Beckham might once have been a gay icon but they said not any longer. And finally, the broadly progressive Christian denomination, the United Reformed Church in the UK, have been praised by many LGBTQIA plus people this week after the Metro newspaper reported that a gay male couple, both of them Christians, who wanted to have a traditional church wedding service, were granted their wish by the URC in Wanstead in East London. Shane Yerrell, aged 39, and David Sparry, who is 30, got hitched last month. Both men had been turned down by many Church of England venues because of the 
of E's rules about conducting same-sex marriage ceremonies. But the United Reformed Church is not bound by the same rules. Both men were given away by their mothers in the service, which saw a traditional style of service wedding. More than 100 people attended and celebrated with them on their big day. The URC is a denomination with a strong liberal and progressive tradition on issues such as the environment, sexuality, gender and peace. For these news stories and more, check out our website. We update it every day. We are at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, I've been Terry Starr. Shoutout News. National and international LGBT news for you. They're back. After a bit of a break due to COVID, the Shoutout Listeners Awards are returning. With more awards than ever before and ending in a massive awards ceremony where the winners will be announced, voting will open on the 24th of November. Listen live to Shoutout Radio for more information. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's Super High and Nika is the name of the group, and that's called Following the Sun, which you both really like. I was I really uh, bum-bopping there. <laughs> I felt if I had a space hopper, I think my head would have touched the roof of the studio. That's a good drive time track for yeah. if you bum-bop in when you're yeah. sat in a queue of traffic. Maybe you should get a space hopper for your broadcasting, <laughs> Stephanie Bunny. You, you, you'd hear her like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried space hoppers when they first came out, kept falling off. <laughs> oh my goodness, what so. an image. That your kind of music, Kes, or is it not really your thing? I did like that, it was very yeah? good, yeah. Yeah, I did. So. Uh, which kind of nicely leads us yes, into our, our, our next, next piece, there. doesn't it? So it's lovely. We've got uh, Kaz back again. Welcome back to Shout Out. Thanks so, for having so, me. I'm trying, I think it's been a little while since we've had you on, isn't it? I was here not too long ago, actually, but I don't think you were in the studio. Oh, so, OK, yeah. right. Oh, OK, that'd be why I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> You've slept since then, Andy. It's OK. I have slept since then, yeah. So it's lovely to have you back because we're talking about um, um, it's Trans Pride, which I think's already started, hasn't it? Some of the events are already going on. Yeah, um, started, yes. And, yeah. of course, we've got uh, Trans Day of Remembrance yeah. uh, coming up, which um, um, I had the date open and my computer just crashed, but it's, it's in a few days' time, isn't it? So, yeah, so Trans Day of Remembrance is on Sunday the 20th, and we have got a, a vigil at the Lord Mayor's Chapel on College Green. If anybody wants to come along to that, of course, they'd be more than welcome. Cool. What kind of time is that happening? That's happening between 4 and 6.30pm. Oh, right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, and I presume that's a free thing, anyone can just yeah, come sure, along. Yeah, and just come along. Um, it is a bit of a sombre event because we will be reading mm. out the names of people, trans people have been lost through the year uh, because of uh, violence. And in, um, so, you know, um, not the most pleasant of uh, events, but we do want to, uh, that's what it's all about, trans day remembrance. Yes. Yeah. It's bringing people together though, isn't it? Yeah, LGBTQIA plus people and people who've um, lost, lost people themselves as well. We'll give them a space to sort of remember them and be around people um, that they, they feel sort of loved and supported by. Yeah, mm. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean these things are important, aren't they? So, but that's 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 one bit of, um, and of course, bit, yeah. um, trans pride is growing quite a lot. I remember when it first started. It is growing year on year, and you know, last night we started off with uh, one of our events, comedy evening, uh, a strange brew, and that was absolutely fantastic. We had 130 people in the strange brew um, just two, three years ago. It was 50 people in the above a pub. 
and Jordan Gray was there. And yes. just, um, where's Jordan Gray these days? You know, well, he was on the show just a few weeks back and, <laughs> and, 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 and we're very lucky to get her on the show at all these days. I mean, yeah. Yeah. talk about shooting to fame. Mm. So, so yeah, that was after she was on Shout Out. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. No, he was transplanted <laughs> southwest. <anyway. laughs> oh, nice one, Kat. Yeah, nice. I like that. I like that. I had a look at the website um, because I wanted to see what was going on because I'd like to come along to a few different things. But there is so much happening this year. Um, is, it more, is there more happening th- this year than there has been other years? I think this is probably our biggest yeah. year. Um, we are kind of limited by the fact we're volunteers, of but course. we've got quite a lot on... Um, some of these sort of staples, like our community day on Saturday, the 26th, mm. where we'll be doing the, uh, the, the event at the, the station, um, uh, the march, uh, and stuff like this. And we've got the, the fantastic after party afterwards, where we've got uh, a DJ headlining Chelsea Manning. Brilliant. Going to be an amazing night. But, but what an amazing day, because it starts, the protest starts at 10.30, yeah. doesn't it, on the 26th? Yes. And then some people, I suppose, will stay out literally all day and all night. It's going to be a very long day. Um, <laughs> Are you staying out all day and all night? I, I will be staying out all day. I need to change at some point, but it's going to be a very long day. I need to grab myself up for the evening. But yeah. Well, Always handy to have a friend who lives centrally so you can nip back to their place I think with <laughs> these things well I'm looking for any offers anybody's going <laughs> you need one of those quick change outfits that I've seen like Britain's Got Talent you know where they just you know pull the straps and another dress appears that's not a bad idea yeah. I might look into that little yeah. twirl yeah. ta-da yeah. ready <laughs> very glad yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else is happening over the next couple of weeks well we've got uh, a flag raising on College Green tomorrow we're, we're yeah. really grateful to the, the British, Bristol City Council for supporting us and doing that the, the Mayor and the Lord Mayor will be there so we'll be uh, some speeches and that's at 12.30 mm-hmm. and then one of our new events for this year is on Saturday we've got giving, Give It A Go Swimming without Swim West at the University of Bristol with all the controversy about people, trans people in yeah. sport um, that's a really great event you know, it shows that uh, you know trans people just want to do sport like anybody else so we're really pleased that they can put that on for us Mm. Monday we've got spoken word at uh, the glass studio in St St. uh, George's oh yeah Uh, and really pleased that we've got Ros Caveney coming down for that one and uh, some other performers as well so that's going to be great got a a new thing on Tuesday Tuesday the 22nd is a cabaret with um the ble- she calls herself the Bleeding Obvious from the Edinburgh Fringe. Um, that's Jess, Jess Robottom, a couple of support acts. Um, what she, uh, what she sort of, what does she bring to the stage? Do you know? Do you have a little summary, or is it better to, to let people come along and be surprised? I think it's probably best. You know, yeah. you can always look on our, our website. She's got her own publicity where she, she's got some YouTube videos, stuff like this. If you want, people want to get a bit of a flavour of what she does, uh, yeah, look her up. Uh, yeah. It should be a good evening. Friday the 25th we've got a, a, a more sort of relaxed thing a coffee afternoon at Geek Retreat uh, we're doing some work with youth, uh, Freedom Youth on the same day at the station and then as I said the uh, community day and our after party on the uh, the 20th so it's right until well almost right the until the end sorry. of the yeah yeah till nearly the end of the month it is the nearly the end of the month yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that you've got something new you're going to be launching on community day can you tell us a bit more about that well, I'm really pleased to announce, and this is an exclusive for Shout Out, oh. by the way. Exclusive for oh, We're ready. Baited first. We really must get a drum roll sound from <laughs> We will be launching the Trans Toolkit for Healthcare Professionals in the afternoon, a special event with um, 
the hate crimes charity mm-hmm. salary, uh, Alex Rakes would be there. This is a, a toolkit which is aimed at people that work in um, you know, health, like doctors and nurses, anybody in the sort of hospital environments. And this gives them some guidelines on, on how to deal and look after trans people mm. who you know, obviously have their own, who can have health problems and they do need to go into hospitals. It just gives them some terminology, some guidelines, some advice. And it will be a printed document, which we're really pleased we're actually launching at that event. It uh, sounds like a lot of work and a lot of thought has gone into that. And, it, and I think um, it's always been needed, but, but it's maybe more needed now than, than ever. That's how it feels. I think there's so much going on at the moment um, within sort of society. Yes, yeah, and yeah. of course, you know, we've chatted off air about some of that as well, you know. A lot of work has gone into it and it's been a long struggle to get it this far. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm really pleased that we're launching it. And you know, speaking to some health professionals just just this time last week, actually in another event, there's still a lack of awareness. You know, with people like medical students, uh, doctors and nurses about trans people. Absolutely. And this will give them some, some at least some something to refer to, basically. Yeah, and as somebody who works with some young trans people, um, one of the, their biggest worries is um, or the, is not necessarily actually telling friends and family. It's going to a GP. Um, and, and asking for the right support, the medical support. And often when they do go, you know, it's not that necessarily they're not supported, it's, it's just that lack of understanding. Um, and that's a really complex position for, for anybody to be in, yeah. um, to be seeking medical help and for people to not quite know um, yes, how yeah. to respond or where to go with that. And of course, in the UK, you know, the, the waiting list and all the other difficulties that we've got, you know, these sorts of things are just so, so needed. So I'm delighted to hear. Yeah, you, you hear these stories where trans people go to their GPs and they don't get a good service mm-hmm. uh, um, for whatever reason you know, they, they don't get uh, you know, prescribed the, the hormones they want and there's the waiting lists but mm. um, going along with the launch of the toolkit we hope to do some training sessions next year launching those and I, I, I do know that you know this has gone down very well you know, some people have already seen it it's very very popular and I'm quite hopeful this is going to be a national um, kind of brochure that would go out across the country whoever needs it and would be supporting it so I'm really I'm mega excited about amazing. it amazing well you know we we'll definitely have to catch up with you about it yes after it's gone out too um, oh, you know, see, see, yeah. how, um, see how it's going and um, what impact it has mm. and like because it's like a really good thing yes yeah I, I think we're going to be um, there's some talk about going to a conference in Manchester next year uh, no, sorry Liverpool sorry um, and yeah well it might be Manchester for, after might be Manchester <laughs> who knows there's going to be some up north basically <laughs> um, and that's going to be fantastic looking forward to that so if people want some more information about what's coming up in the next week or so where do they go well we've got our website tpsw.co.uk and we've got all the socials we've got at Transpride for Twitter and at Transpride Southwest all as a word for Facebook and Instagram brilliant Thank you so much. It's uh, it's going to be a great couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, come along. Yes, and enjoy Pride. Because as much as there's a big serious point to it, it's also really nice oh, to yeah. get together. And, oh, exactly. It is you know, so much a social thing. And yes. you know, we, we will be having the party and we will, we will also have some meetups on the Saturday the 26th as well for the trans men, trans women and non-binary people. So looking forward to it brilliant brilliant cool well listen um, best of luck with it yeah thank um, you Kaz and um, uh, all the best to everyone going to it uh, from everyone mm. here at Shout Out as well so it's lovely to see so yeah, thanks for having me uh, stay with us you're listening to Shout Out back in a minute the Shout Out podcast, Shout Out podcast. they're back 
After a bit of a break due to COVID, the Shout Out Listeners Awards are returning. With more awards than ever before and ending in a massive award ceremony where the winners will be announced, voting will open on the 24th of November. Listen live to Shout Out Radio for more information. For more information about Shout Out Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. There you go. So... Happy Pride. And there you go. Again. Indeed. <laughs> Every day it's is It's nice pride. to say happy, happy Pride. Yeah. Especially at this time of year, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. First time I ever went to Pride was with Shout Out. Was it? Yeah. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gosh. so the, the big... The, the big one as in Bristol as in when, it, when it first moved up to the, the Downs yeah. that was um, gosh when, it was the year before Covid wasn't 2019. it 2019 yeah. yeah yeah so that, that uh, was quite an incredible yes. experience was that your it first one too. or was the Western because we also broadcast from Western well, I thought Western we? was Western before I do, it um, is before. oh then yes yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry Western Pride Western Pride uh, and just to bring it up again that's where I also met Jordan Grey Yes. So, yes. Yes. You know. it's fantastic. When, when you, you two yeah. had COVID this year, and Jordan Gray literally came and camped out with us. Yeah. So heard, it feels I've like name it. dropping. I think it's it? rumours. It rumours. It's all rumours. I've seen the pictures, but it's rumours. <laughs> so she, she did the most amazing thing. She got the whole of Western to shout out that we were the gayest radio show in in the UK. It was brilliant. Do you <laughs> oh, got to turn that into a jingle. Uh, yeah, I'll have to have to get the audio. For oh, that, please do great. actually. Wouldn't that be fab? Yeah. The video is up on Facebook, I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll dig, dig it out. Yeah. When was your first Pride, Andy? Uh, gosh, London, um, about 2001, I think. Um, I went with um, an ex-boyfriend. Um, oh. Did you Because no, there wasn't, wasn't anything here, really. For a few and, years, there was yeah, a bit of a dirt and, in Bristol, yeah. And I, I, I didn't know about any others if they were going on, like Cardiff and, and the like, back then. Um, so, But you always heard about the London one, because mm. like, that was always there, so... Mm. Um, I just I remember it being very very expensive because you travelled all the way up. Can't there. imagine it now. And um, and uh, yeah, and they didn't let you, didn't let you take any of your own stuff in, alcohol wise and the like. Oh, so to the festival. In those days, there was a festival. It's, it's a free thing now, isn't it? On Trafalgar Square, they have. Is it? I, I think I Pride has been taken over by a community group. Yeah, again. I know it changed hands. Yes. Um, so there were, there were issues with it with with a few. Uh, well, even even um, sites for a while. Even this year, um, Peter Tatchell got involved again, didn't he? he because did. He was concerned that it was becoming more of a party and a corporate thing mm. than the actual. They also one restricted the amount of people that could actually march on it, which yeah. which Peter said he didn't agree with. It, no. You know, we should be free to march in any numbers we like. So. Millions, millions, yeah. Steffi, taking over, marching <laughs> down <laughs> Whitehall. <laughs> Let's go for it. Grab over the flag. gates <laughs> of Downing Street. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know if any of you remember the early nineties, but Gay Men Fighting AIDS, which is now the health charity GMFA, had a great ruddy pink tank did they <laughs> yes no. they, used to to drive, they used to drive this pink tank down Whitehall have a Google for it or other search engines <laughs> wow. are available and uh, it looked fantastic and they all dressed in military fatigues you know gay men are like dressed up as soldiers at the drop of a hat <laughs> <laughs> but they used to dress in military fatigues and drive this tank around it was fantastic how did they get past parliament 
I don't know. And, it was Brad and Pitt. number ten. Well, you didn't get, get, didn't get blown, a, I don't think get arrested in those days for <laughs> protesting like you do these days. Yeah, but so. with a tank. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds wonderful. I've always wanted to go to Brighton Pride. Yeah. Um, I think that would be quite an experience. I think that's the biggest in the country, isn't it, Brighton? Yeah, I think that Ariana Grande that one year. I mean, I mean, it is. Yeah, well, they usually have the biggest acts. So. Yeah, but Brighton is wonderful. Something, there's something really nice about the smaller ones, I like completely Trans agree. Pride here yeah. and. Um, not not washing. I mean, it's growing. I shouldn't call it small. I didn't, didn't mean that. But I meant like compared to like those mean. ones. I mean like your Western Supermare is a yeah. smaller, more community thing, and they have a very different vibe about them. You yeah, know, I love Bristol Pride. It's great to be involved with and broadcast here. But no, it's you're right. such the a small different ones thing compared nice. to the small ones. Yeah, and they they seem to be more family orientated. Hmm. You see a lot more families with their yeah. kids. And, yeah, it makes know. me think of um, like WOMAD Festival versus Glastonbury Festival. Oh yeah, basically. You know, it's the, the thing, much smaller, it? much more chilled out um, vibe. Um, I think you know the bigger events are amazing, um, but they're not they're not for everyone. Um, right. You know, and they are very very busy. So places like Western Pride, I think, are for a lot of people. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? They're more available, easy, more easily, more manageable, aren't yeah. easier to get to yeah. as well. Yeah. I suppose. Um, and less overwhelming in some ways. But well, yeah. that's that's the other thing, isn't it? It's yeah. one of the reasons we broadcast them too, because some people either don't feel comfortable yeah. or are not out, yeah, um, and not, so that they won't go. And that's why we're trying to broadcast uh, more of them. We we didn't quite manage to do it this year because um, a lot of things happened around when the Queen passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, Gloucester Pride had to move and the like, and yeah. we, we were due to try and do something with them mm. this year. But we'll, we'll try and pick that up again next year. Absolutely, and see if Absolutely. We can, do more and more if we yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. I know Medway Pride Radio do quite a few outside broadcasts which is which is good mm. yes. out in the community which is uh, that is yeah. good Absolutely. well talking about out in the community um, the, the listeners awards uh, uh, so start what, next what was that week. Andy what starts next week well, the shout out listeners awards I didn't sorry I had a delay wow. so <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> It's so nice to be bringing them back, and it's really good because um, I don't know if you remember the last time, but it was the first time we actually had the award ceremony outside of a mm. studio. Um, so we took it to the old market assembly, which is where we're going back to again uh, this year. Um, and um, I, I remember just seeing the looks on some people's faces when you give them those awards. It's, it's mm. worth a million dollars, you know. Yeah. It's really, really nice. So, so this nice. year we've given them a revamp, um, and um, we, we've rejigged some of the awards, renamed some, removed some. Um, but the gold award, which you remember last year, was local hero of the year uh, we've now extended that section quite considerably so there's quite a few in there um, but we'll tell you more about that next week when it Ooh. launches so um, but yes it will open next week with open nominations which is round one which will go through till Christmas um, so you can vote for anyone for any award and then uh, after Christmas we open round two which is finals where you get to vote for um, the top in each category I've got to say so. it's, uh, it's looking amazing and uh, I'm really glad to be a part of it so yes everybody it's going to be great do, it's going to be really do good click on and do nominate yes so but yes it's they, be they will see what comes out of that they will open live during next week's yeah. show so um, uh, countdown will go up in the next few days you'll be able to see it on the website um, and um, yeah we'll let you know next week can't wait how exciting! Yeah, yeah. Now, I hasten to add, you, you, will, you are all shout-outs. You're not allowed to vote. 
looks well, like. That, that would be really nice. Darling. No, we're not allowed to win either. <laughs> right, no. I'm just going to text my mum and my bless. dad. Uh, my you know, it's, it's really sweet. We, someone always votes for us in our own awards every single year. Oh, that's kind uh, Which is very sweet of them. But of course, we can't, <laughs> we, we can't win our own awards. It would be a bit daft to do so. so. And now we've got some lovely sponsors this year as well, um, which uh, we're still in the process of finalising. If yep. you were interested in sponsoring the awards, um, it is open for you to do so. Uh, do let us know. Uh, just uh, give us an email, studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt or reach out to us um, by other methods and uh, we can send you the sponsorship pack so you can have a look. Wonderful. So. Wonderful. It's also going to be a very fun night out. It is, and it's in February, which is always a horrible time of the year, isn't it? It's like yes. post-Christmas, New Year, it's a bit the. It's exactly you know, that. So it'd be <laughs> really kind of cool to have something to look forward to in that regard as yeah. well, which would be great. Yeah, so... Uh, anyway, that's it for another week. As I said, uh, the Shout Out Listeners Award are opening next week. Do join us for that. Yeah, keep your eyes out on our website and stay tuned for more information. Shoutoutradio.lgbt is the site to bookmark. Uh, next week, uh, as we launch the awards, we're also going to be talking about World AIDS Day, which is the following week. We're going to let you know about lots of the events that are going on. So Alid's here uh, for that as well. Good but good from day. myself, from Terry, from Steph and from uh, Ez, say bye-bye, everyone. Toodle. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.